Touching the monolith, I am Lejean Delawan Fondue. And, and I am the Master Bob, and this is episode... 99. Wow. 99. Granted, the last one that broadcast was 97. 97 no, actually 96. Yes, and we lost 97 and 98. 97 and 98. Lost but not forgotten. Maybe recoverable. We'll see. <laughs> They're still out on a drive somewhere if, if two geeks can't recover information off of a hard drive we need to turn in our spurs or we, we, whatever we our uh crimpers i guess what do it geeks associate with screwdrivers i guess i, I guess our, our, anyway so we we have a couple out there that are not currently available they may never be available but i will replace them one way or another you will get your money's worth out of this. You gotta wonder, do, do some IT geeks ever use the uh, static cuffs for nighttime activities? I mean, I'm there, there, say there is yes. a little clip at the end, and they are cuffs. Quite. Anyway. So, we'd like to welcome you back uh, from a rather unexpected and lengthy hiatus. Mm hmm. And uh, we, we, anybody who's still listening or wondering if we're out here... We are. We are. Mazel tov. Chachayim. Yes. Um, so. So what I have here in my hot little hands... And they're hot and little. <laughs> Since we've been recording from Fondue Studios for so long, we are going to finally open the awesome TMA... Which one did it get me? Uh, TMA one. Uh, that microwave boy got me two Christmases ago. Zero points of articulation. Zero points of articulation from Think Geek. From Think Geek. It's full of stars. Full of stars. Go and tear it open there, Lejean. No. Why? Well, hold, please. All right. So here we go. I'm going to rip this open. And uh, pictures, we'll probably put pictures online. Mm-hmm. Yay. Here we go. Oh, look at that. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. We have breached the seal. Awesome. A nice black monolith right there for our tabletop. We'll, we'll post pictures right next to uh, Lejean's new... Fancy dancy uh, laptop. Smoking. Oh, this is a beautiful laptop, too. Mm, tell us about it, LeSean. Tell us all about it. It's got a high speed four, four core i Intel Core i7 four core processor. Minimum speed 2.7 uh, gigahertz. Maximum is 3.7. 
on when it's pushing it. Um, it's got, like I said, four cores, but it'll run eight threads. It has eight gigs of memory and uh, 750 gigabyte uh, hybrid, drive. hybrid drive. Thank you. Which means it runs on batteries and gasoline. Quite. Speaking of the batteries, it's got a 9-cell battery, uh, which will last about 7 to 8 hours. Are we even plugged into the wall? We are at the moment, yeah. Okay. Because I, I use that uh, battery down today. <laughs> Too much porn. But here at Fondue Studios, uh, it is dark and stormy outside. It is a dark and stormy night. So, the nice thing is we can still record even if the power goes out. Quite. Yes. Yes. Somebody's phone just buzzed, and I hope you didn't hear that. Mm, probably not. I didn't hear that, so they probably didn't hear that. Yes, well, I'm looking at the waveforms, and I think they did, but that's okay. <laughs> well, in that case... There goes the fridge. Now we can really talk loud. <laughs> Let's take our quick break, and we'll be right back. Well, whatever is that contraption? It is called... A... Nook. Just a moment. You're reading Knight's Plutonian Shore by Jack Mangan. And I have Dust on the Davenport by O.M. Gray queued up next. What a brilliant notion. Tales from the Archives, available as Penny Dreadfuls. What? You're quite right, Welly. Available as 99 Penny Dreadfuls. Hold on. These are still classified documents. Strike up the music. Announcers, if you please. The 99 Penny Dreadfuls. Where did you come from? Steampunk short stories from Phil Rossi, Nathan Lowell, Valerie Griswold Ford, and many others. Available for 99 cents. How did you get down here? With an orchestra. Visit the Kindle store at Amazon.com, the Nook store at BarnesandNoble.com, or Smashwords.com. Please leave. Or visit the short stories page at MinistryofPeculiarOccurrences.com. Welcome back to Touching the Monolith. I am Lejean de Fondue. And I am the Master Bob. And you know what, Lejean? Something I've been thinking about. Every show, every, every show has a Klingon. Every show has a Klingon. Right. Well, let's talk about sci-fi shows first. Okay. All right. You have Star Trek. You got Worf. Yes. You have Avalon 5. You have Jakar, the big alien who fights really well. Who's in prosthetic makeup. Right. Aha. Okay. I think I see a theme. Um, in uh, Farscape. Yes. You have. Who else but the Luxon? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in, well, Battlestar Galactica doesn't count because there was no aliens. Um, no, not there. They were either human or they were machines. So, yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but, 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 if we go with the original Battlestar Galactica. Right. They had aliens. Right. Yeah. Was there a Klingon then? Um, the, they had the, the, oh God, what are they called? They were, they were the, the human, they were actually humans mm-hmm. who were ones that were in the, the heavy radiated land areas. Right. So they were they like had super the strong. Super and... strong. And they had the, the classic warrior weaponry, um, can't remember their name. My geek credit's just falling like right. a rock. Um, but oh, we, but in, in Stargate, we had both Teal'c and Ronan. Teal'c and Ronan, which... Ronan kind of, I mean, he was still kind of alien. He wasn't strictly human. Yeah, he wasn't strictly human, mm-hmm. um, but there was the uh, there, there was definitely uh, Teal'c. Mm-hmm. 
he had the name going because he had the big apostrophe before the C. And then, right. And then, and then he was labeled as Jafar, uh-huh. which uh, wasn't human. But right. he didn't have any real prosthetic makeup. But he had the big gold piece on his oh, head. Oh, oh, damn it. Huh. Yes, the gold piece on his head. Mm-hmm. However, however, at and the, the sack in his belly, and the sack in his belly, belly, and you did see that. That was prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well, I lose. <laughs> You'd think I'd know better because I recently watched that right crap. Right. Did you know that uh, that my judge, judge is coming back in something else? As Teal'c? Not as Teal'c. Oh, just in something else. He's he's going to do another sci-fi project. He hasn't been able to announce what the project is yet, but he's in works to get it done. Interesting. So. Wonder what and it'll of course, be this then time. We, we talk about uh, Klingons, and this mm-hmm. being a Klingon, Michael Dorn right. wants to do a Worf-centric... Of course he does. Yes. He well, he was on more Trump. Star Trek than any other actor. So why not do another one? Uh, right. <laughs> well, he didn't want TNG to end. He always said TNG could have ran for 10 years. Well, it could have. It could have. And I think they did right by cutting off one head. There's a really good Twitter feed of TNG S9, which is Twitter uh, Next Generation Season 9. And so it's just a bunch of, like, random, like, episode, like, and it's, it's, you know, it's all funny. Like, you know, Data becomes pregnant, and Riker tries to figure out who the dad is or mom is or, you know, whatever. It's, like, you know, very silly. But, I mean, they, they could be, like, a show that ran too long would definitely have these sort of episodes yes. on well, there. Obviously, if, if Data got pregnant, it would have been a Borg who was the father. Maybe. Or whatever. Maybe. Um, could be a human-robot hybrid. Android hybrid. It doesn't even have to be a humanoid. It could have been the ship. Mandroid. Mandroids. Man- Mandroid. Mandroids. Mandroid? Why not? What's that from? I don't know. Okay. I, anyway. I should know because I've seen it, but yeah. But ever, but, but there's always a Klingon. Now, I'm not talking about like the Data Spock sort of character where you have the non-human who is like the 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 watcher of humanity and like kind of can comment from an outside about, view. You're talking about the warrior race, whose primary motivation is honor. Right, and, and who's always stronger, better warriors, right. And, and, and always loses. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> because they don't have the ingenuity of the human or... Or something. Or something, right. There's always a Klingon. There is always a Klingon. Of some sort. Hmm. I just found that interesting. It is, it is, it is fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm trying to think what other shows had Klingons. I'm sure there's tons of anime that we could draw on. Yeah. Or at least in anime, there's always the big dude who's kind of dumb. The, I mean, well, there was that, uh, evolution, what was it called? Um. Evolution. Underworld? No, no, there there was this, this cartoon show, cartoon show, kids, uh, where they had this, this group of beings, they were extraterrestrials, they come to the earth, they are superior in every way, except... The humans are, of course, beating the tar out of them for some reason. I can't remember what It was they a were. cartoon? Yeah, it was a cartoon. Then they invaded us. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Are you thinking Exo Squad? That might be it. We created them. They were Neo Sapiens. That but yes, it. but Neo-Sapiens. yes. We, yes they're, Marsala, he was a Neo Sapien. He was, he, he, he was giant and powerful, and he fought with the humans. Another good example. Good example. I like Thank it. You. I like it. Exo Squad is a great cartoon. It's all on Hulu. It's still, it's like, it was an actually good cartoon because it wasn't episodic. It, there was one overarching storyline, 
And they actually like went in depth with characters. Like that was one of the early cartoons that went really, really in depth with characters, um, and actually like explored them as characters, not just as flat thirty-minute-long commercials. <laughs> that was oh. kind of cool. That's a good pull. Thank you, thank you. I, I barely watched it, but I I knew enough. Excuse me, I knew enough about it mm-hmm. to know that that followed as a Klingon. So. Right. And you know, isn't it odd how we as humans make all our own Klingons? What do you mean? We wrote them into the scripts. Oh yeah, well we always want we always want the the because you know you can say there's a human who's stronger than everybody else, but that's you know when when you want somebody who to go beyond the level of regular strong, you know you need an alien or a genetically engineered person. I mean I'm sure we could find other versions of that. Well, Firefly did it. Um, with the Reavers, I guess, but they were they kind were of the bad kind of, guys. They were they were the bad guys, but then so were the Klingons at the start. Yeah, well, I'm talking about like the ally that like if there was like <laughs> Firefly season three, the Reaver ally that joins the crew. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that'd have been Let's fun. The, that would have been kind of. You know, they're trying to bring back Firefly. Yeah, I somehow. heard something about that. I I didn't see a whole lot on that. No. Ever since the uh, it showed up on the Science Channel. Uh, right, and it's, it's a, all that big help Nathan buy Firefly move, movement because he wants to buy the rights to it. He made an offhanded comment about that, and, he and they did, raised money. People have been people, raising money. People, somebody opened up a Kickstarter or something account, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, he's not going to be able to raise it on his own. But no. um, <laughs> it's a great property. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. I've recently. I mean, now, now I've got three different iterations of it. In my in my possession, just because I'm supporting the effort, I've got sure. the Blu-ray, I've mm-hmm. got the uh, the special edition uh, DVD, and the you know the plain old vanilla DVD. You know, support Firefly, Rurah, yeah, whatever. Hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. Martian Manhunter, Martian Manhunter, indeed, had to bring it into the superhero realm. But yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, even though Superman was an alien too, he looked human. So you had to have the big dude who didn't look human right. standing in the background. With Superman's powers, and a little more. Right. Yeah. Only allergic to fire. He was more powerful than Superman, but he had a more mundane and easily accessible uh, weakness. Yes. Right. Well, Superman had a more mundane and easily accessible weakness. Magic? No. Kryptonite? No. Dark? Humans! Come on. That doesn't count. You can't threaten. That's psychologically crippling. And granted, yes, fire was psychologically crippling to John Johns and not necessarily physically crippling, but still stands the reason. It's not like there, there was also that, that one alien who had the exact same powers as Superman, only he was alerted to lead. So he got shot in the heart. Then died. And <laughs> <laughs> no, he had, to, he had to actually wear a Green Lantern ring to... He became the the torchbearer, and it's kind of dumb. Anyway, but there's always the okay with the Green Lantern Corps. You have Kilowog, the big, big, very alien-looking. I'm granted there's a lot of them that are alien-looking, but like humanoid, but like gigantic. Right, right. And I know we're going into card comic books and not shows. True. Uh, Doctor Lazarus. Doctor Lazarus. I grabbed our hammer. <laughs> By Grapthar's hammer. I swear you will be 
annoyed. Um, yes. Uh, yes. yes. Um, anyway, so I, I thought that was interesting that there's there's always a Klingon. Yeah, it does seem kind of in the formula. Um, mm-hmm. So tell us about how you out there in Toucherland. Uh, what Toucher do you land? <laughs> well, we call wow. them the Touchers. I mean, True. Tell us True. what you. I don't even think. Do we still have a phone number? I don't. Think no, we, it, it, yeah. it's, it's gone. It's gone, gone. All email right. us. Email us. Uh, do we still have an email address? Yes, we still have an email address. The, the Google email address doesn't go away. Touchingthemonolith at gmail.com. Indeed. com. Find us on Twitter. Oh, crap. I'm going to have to make up a new theme song. Uh-oh. No, I still have the other one. All right. Oh, and by the way, we're recording this the week before Dark Knight Rises premieres. Yes. So we haven't seen it yet. What? But, you know, we might as well pimp it anyway because we know we're going to. Mm-hmm. So we'll so, talk about that in a bit. Yeah, later. I, you know, I just recently watched Batman Begins Again. Batman Begins Again. Yeah, Batman Begins. I've watched it again. Ah, and how did you like it this time? Um, it was again really good flick. I couldn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know it did its job, and at the same time, I'm looking at a, a number of bits of the cheesy factor that were tossed in. You know, like, little like the Russian guy, the uh, the guy the the at the beginning of the film as uh Bruce Wayne is leaving to go on his expedition to hide himself around the world. He gives oh yeah, it's a good coat. The rush. It's good to Boris the Blade. Okay, yes, that's right. That's, yeah, that's the guy. same actor. Yeah, yes, I know. Um, <laughs> Boris the Blade. Right. So, but and, and you know, it's funny they didn't give him a larger role because it was this good coat, and then later on, later on, Bruce or Batman says nice coat. Right. And and that that's all they could give this guy he's a great actor but the thing is it was a large it was a lump of cheese i mean it was it was cute it was cute but it was a lump of cheese i mean well it was it was for people who were paying attention since the beginning it's one of those little bits that you put in a movie to say hey are you still paying remember this part well we're revisiting it this is what we call a callback right yeah. no no you know like like in the beginning of some movies where they show a car or something driving off and then like later on that car gets blown up and you're like oh it's the same dude that yeah. sort of thing poor guy right <laughs> but so any other cheese uh, yeah there i mean there's a lots of bits i mean there's the the overwhelming plot hole which i can't help but come back to but which is the the uh, microwave device that instantly vaporizes water within pipes, but not within people. Why is that? Um, Wayne technology. Sure. Uh, there was that one. Um, the, not to mention, why were the pipes exploding so systematically instead of kind of... Oh, the pipes were exploding systematically because there was on train. Right. That one you could buy. But... Water boils, and then the heat wave goes out in the water. Liquid dynamics. It doesn't, like, boil here and not there just because microwave is pointed at that one spot. Well, actually, and, rec- and this came after the, the movie came out. So, But, but uh, uh, Mythbusters did this thing. What would happen if there was an explosion in a sewer line mm-hmm. with all the, the lids on the... And all the lids, the pressure goes out at about the same speed. So all the lids, all the... the uh, Manhole covers would go off at the same time. Instead of one by one. Instead of one by one. That's what I was saying. Yes. Not to mention the streets would have been torn up, too. With uh, yes, that much water have. and steam. I mean, the entire city would have been wrecked. It the have train been. that they were on would have fallen over. Right. 
but they only would have had to use that machine once in one spot. Right. It's more dramatic on film if it's traveling down the way and Bruce Wayne is flinging and flailing on the outside of the train trying no, to no. get upside. Batman. Batman, sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's Bruce Wayne. He's Batman beneath the mask. No, no. He's oh, Batman. He's Bruce Wayne when he takes the mask off. Did I say that right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Dark Knight is still a superior movie. Uh, yes, I don't own that one for some reason, which is weird. There's own... something wrong with you. Uh, well, actually, what I... Yeah, I just don't You own, own three one. iterations of Firefly, but no versions of The Dark Knight. Not, I, I do own Batman Begins on DVD and Blu-ray. But not VHS. Correct. Not VHS. I wonder if, if, if it even if you could even find it on VHS. Probably not. I could put it on VHS if I wanted to. True, true. I true. still have a VHS player. Not on recorder. beta, though. No, not on beta. Beta was superior. Well, early beta was superior to early VHS. Yes, and would have been much more superior. Late beta would have been way better. If Sony hadn't... If porn up. hadn't. Yeah, well. Anyway, um, so right, we haven't seen Dark Knight Rises. Nope. Um, it's coming. What else is coming out soon? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I really don't know. Yeah, it's, I um, haven't seen anything good past my desk lately. I, I mean, I went to see the Avengers. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, but that was like May. It, it was like May, and I waited several weeks before seeing it, uh, and then a, a group of my friends went out and saw it in 3D. I saw it in 3D. It was good in 3D. Uh, it was a good flick. I mean, it was rock solid. We've already well, spoken about it. Yeah, I, well, you well we talked about it on a, on a... We did also talk about it on a Lost episode, That's right? That's also true. So, you may hear about this again on a Lost episode. But, uh, if it ever comes out. Um, but The Avengers was a great movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. That's all I liked the way they did Hawkeye's quiver. That was a neat touch. How, like, how the, the head rotated onto the shaft. Sorry, I'm six years old. Um, the arrow had whatever he wanted to pull. Right. He could he control it mechanically. Control it, right. Yes. It had like a cartridge. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. I, I, I kind of missed the big boxing glove at the end one, though. I wanted that one. That was Green Arrow? Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Uh, sorry, Someday. We, we've decayed here. Um, Green Arrow. Green Arrow is coming in to be a television show. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's going to be called Arrow, though, not Green Arrow. Uh, Hawkman needs his own show. Sure. No? I'm not familiar enough with Hawkman to care. Environmental Warrior. They should do a Portlandia episode with Hawkman in it. I hear Portlandia is going over really well in London. Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Probably because they can't believe that there are people that freaking weird in the, the u.s sad part is i'm almost certain there really are no portland is exactly like that. yeah I know you live there. <laughs> anyway right break we will be taking a break now this has been touching the monolith we're not done yet ladies and gentlemen jack Hello, I am Jack Mangan, author of Spherical Tomy and host of the Deadpan Podcasts. I am here to announce the winner of a new category, the best variety podcast that no one is listening to. 
And the winner is Wander Radio. Wander Radio is a unique combination of old-time radio meets modern variety show with music, audio dramas, humor, and parodies melded together to be the best show almost on your radio dial. Mr. Wolf, you fell asleep at your desk. Wake up. Mr. Wolf, wake up. Oh, man. I had the strangest dream. Uh, would you get me the submissions from WanderRadio.com? Welcome back to Touching the Monolith. I am Lejean Delawan Fondue. There's a red light coming off of your mic that makes your mouth look really kind of uh, disturbing <laughs> when you do that voice and you're that close to your microphone. This is the Master Bob, and we are touching the monolith. Whoa. We can. We got it right here. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Now we can lovingly stroke the monolith along with you. <laughs> thank you, Microwave Boy. We will thank you all the time. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't even think he listens. Um, back on top topic. Do we have a topic to be back on? Did we? No. no. We were we were kind of just chatting, uh, but we were chatting about directed things like the movies and uh, mm. movies that are coming out this year, which mm. there aren't. And really television all that shows. Many. What television. TV shows do you wish they would bring back, or rather, not necessarily bring back, because we all know we want Firefly back, but it's too late to bring back Firefly in the original iteration. I agree. So what if they made another show, sort of a spin-off, but not necessarily a spin-off, uh, in the same universe? Is that considered... No, because spin-off has like a character spin-off, from the original. Well, that all depends on how you mean spin-off. If you, if you think about it like that, Mork and Mindy mm-hmm. was a spin-off of Happy Days. Right, so it was Joni Loves Chachi. Right, well, no. And... Joni Lo- yes, Joni Loves Chachi. And what was the third one? Good Times? Not Good Times. Um, there, were, there were several. Um... Happy Days had Laverne and Shirley. Yes, yeah. Laverne and Shirley. Right. So, but those, but that that were those side characters that got their own show. They were peripheral characters, or they were peripheral. characters peripheral, or they were characters that showed up in one or two episodes. Right. So I'm talking about characters that were a nun, just in the same universe. Right. So. So I think a Firefly show would be cool. Yeah, and you could easily pull that off with with starting with Anara. Right. Because she was, if you go to the movie, she was off to her little retreat and, and uh, training women to be companions. Right. Um, or, I mean, and that would be... I mean, well, there were enough, I mean, if you wanted to do, like, an actual spinoff, you could do Saffron. You could do, like, a right, Saffron right. Jubal early kind of bounty hunter style show. Yeah, or you could do it on uh, the Mutter's World. Um, right. You just drop in there. Or you could have a reaver sidekick. <laughs> I know you hate that idea. I love, I love that idea as like a stupid idea. I hope they never do anything like that. But I love the idea as like, and this is our reaver buddy Jed, or you know something. Yeah, reaver who has that uncontrollable temper all the time. Right, and happens to you know, <laughs> and be likes able to, to eat children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's got a heart of gold, or they're nursing him back to sanity because you need. I mean, just like with. River, you need somebody you're nursing back to sanity. Right. Why right. not a reaver? Why not a reaver? It's, it's, <laughs> it's time to feed him a kid. Where right. are you going to go? It's like, uh, do you ever, do you remember the cartoon Road Rovers? It was no. a WB cartoon, and it was all these dogs, different types of dogs that were transformed into, like, 
what do they call them, uh, Kano Sapiens, and they solved problems. It was a cute WB Saturday morning show. It was very funny, though. There was a lot of sarcasm in it. You had have to be. Yeah. You had the golden retriever who was the leader because he was all, you know, woof. Right. You had the the, the, the British border or British uh, collie. Border collie. Yes. Well, no, yeah. but how border collies were Australian. Uh, I don't know. She was British. Well, they were all like presidential dogs. So the golden retriever was a president's dog. The United States president's dog. The British, the, the which she should have been a corgi, but. A corgi or a boxer. Right. But yeah. she was a, she was a collie. Yeah. And she uh, was the queen of England's dog. Then you had the pincher, who was the German prime minister's dog. Yeah, for And he was very, very German. And uh, he was, I think, gay. Um, yeah, efficiency, and it should have been a German shepherd, not a dog. <laughs> exactly. And then you had the um, the, the Swedish uh, dog, who was actually an old English sheep dog for some reason. Not a St. Bernard. I think they probably were originally going to go with a St. Bernard, but because they could make a sheep dog look like all long-haired and chewy-like... And it worked. Um, and then you had the crazy one, who was a pit bull, who was nuts. And he was a good boy. From New York. But he was, no, no, he was the master's original. The master was like the Zordon of the show. Oh. But, um, but, the, but he was the master's original dog that he originally experimented on <laughs> to make these. But he was nuts. And they always had to, like, lock him up like Hannibal Lecter style. And then the Deus Ex Machina was always when they didn't have, when they couldn't bring in enough muscle, they threw him at it. And he ate everything. Well, you realize that they they took that concept mm-hmm. and they put it into Up. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then again, but I mean, that's what I meant by like the reaver. You know, they, they keep him locked up until they actually need, you know, and they sick him on somebody and then he just destroys whatever and then they pull him back just in time to save his life. And that's that, you know. Don't they do that in a lot of shows? That's another thing. It's not necessarily the Klingon. There's, there's always like the nutso, well, there's a lot the of, ace in the pocket nutso that they throw at people. There's a lot of there's a lot of formula in yeah. Hollywood. There's a lot of formula in Hollywood, and it's you know sometimes the formula works, and sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it's really bad. Do you think all that stems from the Incredible Hulk? Which one? The 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 crazy bruiser that you just throw at it until it go the bad guys go away. <laughs> I think so because that's what they always did in the early Avengers, like when when it was still when the Hulk was still crazy, or like they did in the movie, right? What did they need to do when when the big baddies came through and nobody else could do anything? Well, you pull out the Hulk and he destroys everybody. Everything. Yeah, exactly. But he did it in an entertaining way. True. He yes, <laughs> yes. I used to be a Norse god till I took a Hulk to the everything. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> Anyway, um, so what other shows do you think in that sort of, like, not, I mean, you know, like, same universe, different show? Same universe, different show. Where could you take that? Um, You know, I wanted to see a Stargate, um, and I know, I realized that they, they, you know, they did two sequel uh, shows already, but I had this, uh, and it was when, when Universe... Before I watched Universe and saw it, you know, and in a really awkward but sort of fitting place. Did a ship uh, explode? Nope. Did they get home? Nope. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Good enough. So, uh, what I wanted was like a Stargate Mars colony. Hmm. Or just a Stargate colony. Well, without the, without the Stargate there. No, no, no. The, the 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 whole problem they always had with the Stargates is that oh 
our enemies are coming to get us. They'll come us to get us through the Stargate. Sure. So we should have, this is where my, my idea is, we should have a contingency plan. We should have a colony where our people are that we get to through Stargate, but much in like there's the Stargate network, which is on, say, a particular frequency, this will be slightly off the grid. Interesting. Yeah, it's got its own Stargate, and it can dial into our network, but we can't necessarily get into its. So, so it's like a, a, a yes. intranet of Stargates. Right. Hmm. That'd be cool. Or maybe if we made our own Stargates that didn't work exactly the same, so they didn't have the range, so they weren't on the regular Stargate network. Yeah. And so they're human-made. And so right. they can look like kind of like less technologically cool. Right. What you see, and the, and the the reason that this would work, it in in my theory is that we had the episode in the original Stargate episode where you had the uh, the ancient who took human form and then built a Stargate out of household materials that he ordered on the internet, which did the one shot. Right. The one shot to get him where he needed to that go. Reminded me of sliders. It sort of did, and but that was just the way they were filming it. Because ah. um, it was it was just he built a Stargate out of stuff he ordered on the internet. Right. It was only a one shot deal, but if they reverse engineered that and they did acquire it and they took it back with them, if they reverse engineered it, right, then they could create their own Stargate. Stargate yeah. Without having to go through and find all these Stargates, right, with all these Stargate materials, the Naquita and whatnot. So I thought, well, why not? I mean, it's not it's not. You can have, like, a, if you think of a telephone networks, you can have an internal telephone system mm-hmm. in a building. Right. That, you know... It's an intranet. It's an intranet. Yeah. And you can still dial out. And, in fact, people can still dial in, but you have a, a gate control. Right. So this could work. And on top of that, since the whole problem with the big Stargate network is that it was constantly being bombarded in, in uh, entire... You know, entire network attacks. Right. This would be off the network. Right. So no more DDoS. Yeah. So it would be it would be an in, it would be an interesting MacGuffin to get people onto the planet. Well, why do we even need Stargates? I mean, granted, it's a Stargate show. It's in the Stargate universe, but we have ships. They have ships too. We yeah. have all the the knowledge of the Asgards. The Asgard. Another another thing. Why not? We now have all the knowledge of the of the Asgard, but we don't understand it. Right. Colony. We'll study what the Asgard Exactly, have. but then that'd be kind of like a Warehouse 13. Like, here, we're making this new device. Let's see what happens. Right, and why not? Those are successful shows. True, true. So, and anyway, that's just, it was one of those spin-off things that I thought of. No, um, that could be interesting. That yeah. really could. It'll um, last a season or two. Right. You know, hey, sci-fi, <laughs> try this out. Try this one. Um, uh, what else? What else is out there? Um, I keep thinking Knight Rider, and there's nothing good for Knight Rider. I don't know why that show's been stuck in my head for four days. I, I, I don't know either. There really isn't a whole lot, I mean, for, for the Knight Rider. You know, they've had a bunch of different, like, Knight Rider teams and new Knight Rider shows and all this other BS, but the problem is the car companies keep getting in the way. Because with the original, it was a Pontiac. Which no longer exists, by the way. Right. And in the newer, like, they had TKR, Team Knight Rider, but they were all GM vehicles, which is dumb. They should have had different ones. Like, there could have been a Honda, there could have been a Toyota, there could have been... I mean, it could have been, you know, a conglomeration of a bunch of different cars. Why not... Here, here's a crazy idea. Why not do another Knight Rider show? Use 
the Trans Am from the original show, or, or you know, those that type of model. Granted, not in production anymore. You'll have a limited number of them to work with, so you'll maybe get a season out of it. And uh, with today's technology, with, no, no, don't even use today's technology. You use the Knight Rider technology from the '80s when it was on. And don't make it a drama where they're trying to solve oh, crime. Oh, God, you're making it a comedy. Make it a comedy oh, where they're trying to solve Lord. crime. Oh, Lord. Oh, you just on. broke my brain. We already laugh brain. at it, as yeah. it. We already laugh the hell out of it. It's, it's... Well, that's because Hasselhoff is just so hoffing Hassel. That's my new adjective. Sure. Um, there's got to be. I like the Stargate idea, though. Star Trek's been done to death. There are already too many Star Trek shows. We don't. We don't need another Star Trek. And, Unless they showed a colony that wasn't part of the Federation, but even then, that would get boring quick because they don't have to call the Federation for help. Yeah, or we could. With well, with the new iteration, since they actually ended up. Oh, by the way, news flash for everyone: uh, the the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, which he, we may have reported in the Bernard one, Cumberbatch. Benedict. Benedict. Benedict, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbund. Cumberbatch. Cumber, Cumber, Cumberbund. Yes. Yes. The new Sherlock. The new Sherlock, who is playing a major role in the uh, Star Trek Star Q. Trek UQ, is not playing Khan as we oh. originally reported. Well, we reported we, that in a lost episode. We probably did, but he's not playing Khan. Okay. He uh, is probably playing Gary Busey. Mitchell. Oh. The god character from one of the early episodes. The guy oh. who turned it into a god. Early. Oh right! Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, he's got the creepy look for it. It at least that's the information so far that has been leaked by somebody else in, if, in the movie. If it's going to be the same character, he might just be called Gary Mitchell and not necessarily be turned into a god. Yeah, I don't think that they that in order for them to go that route, they would have to pass through the same uh, cloud or whatever, stop at the same station. That got right. Uh, it has to be the same situation. I don't know if they'll pull that right. off. Uh, but still, it would be interesting if he turned out to be an evil guy anyway. Right. Yeah. So. Doctor Who already had Torchwood. Doctor Who already had Torchwood and the Sarah Jane Adventures. And Canine. And Canine's whatever. So, yes. But, okay. uh, but you know, you could still do no. another Doctor Who spinoff. You really shouldn't. Though. Right. Especially now. Yeah. I mean, especially now. They can't have, like, the Amy Rory Adventures. That would just be... Sad. What would they be doing? Because they would be at, they would be on Earth. Right. I don't know. Eh. It's dumb. Yeah, sort of. Uh, <laughs> are there even any really good sci-fi shows worth following anymore? Uh, I hear Fringe is great, but I have yet to watch it. Fringe was good. I haven't seen it since the second or third season, and I kind of lost interest. That's fair. Um. But that's not really worthy of a of a, of a spinoff. No, Eureka is coming to an end. Or no, it ended. All right, it ended. Uh, in my queue, it's coming to an end because I'm still watching on Hulu. Um, the uh, which and, and I got a gripe about Hulu. I'm been 99 now a month just so I can watch Eureka uh, for the fifth season because it's is not, it not on, on Netflix? Netflix. Okay. Well. Here's how here's how it worked. I paid seven ninety nine to pay for the fifth season, and they had because we had just finished season four, and I you know and we go on I go on to the free side of Hulu. I can get uh, all like the last from like episode four on. And I said, oh, 
it's Hulu, I'm going to have to pay $7.99 to watch the full run. So I pay my $7.99, we go in, and it's the same from season four, or from episode four on. Hello, Hulu, you are NBC, right? I have paid you my money. I'm trying to catch up on the show. WTF. So for those of you who don't know, when you go on Hulu, every episode that they have will be displayed. If it has a little green plus symbol next to it, that means it's only available on Hulu Plus. If you don't see it, they don't have it. But well, he- Amazon has every episode for buck ninety nine, mm. or the entire season for like. I, I I found ways of watching without having to go through. Okay. But where it what, what gets me? Oh, and- Sci-fi mm-hmm. is owned by NBC Universal. Yes. NBC yes. owns a large chunk of Hulu. They're owned by the Shinehard Corporation. Whatever. They have owned a large chunk of Hulu. Why can't you make all the previous episodes available in the current season? Because they don't want to. Well, apparently not. Because your frustration makes your brain more delicious to them. Oh, probably fat lot of good it'll do them i'll just stop my subscription <sighs> i think i'm out of ideas well that's fine you have a small head oh snap <laughs> <laughs> oh well that being the case we'll take one last break we'll come up with something to pimp and dark knight returns oh right well we're done pimping then dark knight returns we're both pimping it even though we haven't seen it yet we know it's going to be good it'll be worth the wait yep 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 so, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Huzzah. Huzzah. Bob. 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 The Contact us at www.touchingthemonolith.com, email us at touchingthemonolith at gmail.com, or on Twitter, I'm the Master Bob. And I'm Delawan Bondu, and together we are Monolith Toucher. And search for us on iTunes and Facebook as Touching the Monolith. Touching the Monolith has been released under an attribution-only, non-commercial, no-derivatives, Creative Commons 3.0 United States license. Please share responsibly.